Hello, I'm Nick Bircher, and this is the Nordic Future Makers podcast. Today's Nordic Future Maker is Gwen Lafarge from Cinch. So, Gwen, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Happy to be here. Excellent. So, Gwen, can you tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do, please? Yes, I'm uh, Gwen Lafarge. I'm VP of brand at a tech company called Cinch. And I'm also the host of a little podcast called the Tech Marketing Podchat. Great. So, so Cinch is a global company operating out of Sweden and you're based in Stockholm. But um, you kind of had a bit of a journey before you ended up, before you landed in, in Stockholm. Yes, that's that's very true. I've I've traveled quite a bit. So just um just one note, like Cinch is definitely like a very global company and we are headquartered in Stockholm and have offices everywhere and big presence in a lot of different markets. So we we're pretty uh, uh decentralized in, in many ways. Anyway, uh going back to my, my own journey, um I landed in, in Stockholm with that planning it in many ways. I was uh, born and raised in France. I started my career in London, then moved back to Paris and to San Francisco for a few years. And I got a job opportunity in in Stockholm and the time was right for me to moved back to Europe. I had never been to Stockholm before, so I just took the opportunity and and came here. And it's been 5 years. Yeah. Wow. So so Paris, London, San Francisco, Stockholm. Yes, I'm quite the traveler. <laughs> it's a cool journey to have made. So but now now you're at Cinch. So Cinch has had lots of acquisitions. It's got the stock market listing. It's growing really really fast. So can you tell us a bit more about what Cinch is and, and what it does and and kind of the background to the company, please? Yeah, so Cinch was a company started in the Nordics with six Swedes who uh, initially started an SMS company. And what started as like an SMS communication tool grew into this massive company uh, through huge organic growth as well as acquisition. We're listed in the stock stock exchange. And in the past, to, to give an idea of the, when we say fast growth, right, at Cinch we really mean it. It's like extremely fast growth. In the past two years, we went from 400 employees to today we are more than 2,000. And by the end of the year, as we have many of new acquisition closing, we're probably going to be close to 4,000. So this is a extremely fast growth. I think I've never really seen that before. And what we do, I said, like I mentioned, we started with SMS and progressively added on all the different communication tools that company might need to engage with their audience. So it goes from SMS, but also to messaging. And today we know that we we engage mostly with friend and family on our mobile phone. So we give the brands the tools to do the same and go and do it in any channels that people use, whether it's WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger, Instagram. So 
messaging and mobile messaging became a huge part of what we do. And then we've also started to add all the other way uh, brands communicate with, with people, which could be through voice, which could be through email. So we belong to this category of a company that we call uh, CPaaS, so Communication Platform as a Service, which is offering all those different ways and giving the brand the possibility to communicate with their audiences in the way the audiences want, right? Where they want, how they want it. So we offer all those tools and a, a great super network behind it as well. So it's a really interesting market and it's a fast growing market because obviously companies engage with their audience more and more and, and people want to engage with brand in the way they want, not just through uh, one channel, right? It needs to be everywhere. And and it's also throughout the customer journey. When I when when we mention this, I think like most of the time when when I say this, people think of like receiving a uh, promotional text or a promotional email. But that's a small part. There's definitely a marketing side to it, but it's also commerce. When you buy something online, for example, or you communicate through WhatsApp or SMS with the companies you buy it from and want a different size or need to ask if the, the product is in stock. Uh, then it's also customer care, so customer service to on delivery or changing the item you receive. So when you think about it, it's really all the different ways we communicate with companies at any stage of, of, a, of the buying journey. Okay. So it's, it's a cloud communications platform. And it's helping businesses kind of engage with customers through through the different mobile mobile things. So helping businesses engage with customers through message or video or voice or or any of those things. Yeah, I will say like messaging is definitely like a, a big uh, part of what we do. And then uh, voice and then email, which is like mobile, but can also be desktop. So in, in a way, right, it's um, so so yes, it's mobile messaging, but it goes behind that. It's like any way you can think of that people need to communicate with brands and how brands engage their audience is what we do. It's the, what we offer businesses, right? Like the tools to be able to do that in a seamless way. And, and it seems in a way easy, but when you think of the number of channels and the number of way and the number of stages in the customer journey that that brands engage with, with customers, it's fairly complex. So we offer all the, the tools, the softwares, the APIs, the super network, to to allow that to happen in a good way. Okay. So it's facilitating two-way communication so that brands can customers can talk to brands and brands can talk back to customers and that that dialogue that conversation can happen. Exactly. And and that's the way the market is going, right? I think we um, we still of course like uh, do a lot of SMS which is more of a one-way communication. We still have a huge that that still have a huge part in how brands communicate with with people, but we are moving into this more conversational era when people want to have this dialogue and when you need to have those those conversations with your audiences in order to engage them. It's part of like delivering an excellent customer experience. This is this is what we do, right? We 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 provide like amazing customer experience because we 
allow brands to to communicate with their audience where the audience want and how and when. So if it's if it's personalized communication and it's 24/7 then I guess this is kind of the the evolution of customer service. This is the where customer service and all of that brand two-way communication needs to go to. Exactly. I mean, part of it is customer service. For example, allow brands to communicate with their audiences through chatbot when you you have uh, questions, but also um, from chatbot to talking to a real agent and have kind of the the tools to be able to do that without losing the communication you had with the chatbot. That's like uh, that's part of the customer service. I think some some other use cases that are fairly common and that we tend to forget is also in banking, for example, when um, there's a whole security part to what we do. It's like two-factor authentication, receiving like a code on your phone. When you think about that, that's also things that are powered by Cinch. We um, we we cover every everyone, every mobile phone on the planet as, as kind of a, a chance to have received a message that was at some point powered by Cinch, uh, which is pretty crazy when you think wow. about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so with that kind of scale across all of those kind of countries and round the clock, seven days a week, I guess there's a lot of kind of AI and language processing and, and all of those things included in this as well. So we have a um, one of our SaaS uh, products is called ChatLayer. They came in through uh, acquisition and what they provide is the chatbot and being able to deliver those conversation in multiple languages, so all the different languages. And uh, yes, fantastic uh, tool, best chatbot on the market, if you ask me. <laughs> and uh totally uh, objective, right? And uh, But no, they have a really fantastic uh, tool that is integrated uh, in uh, in Cinch now. And and like you said, this has like, uh, been an interesting uh, uh, journey through growing through a lot of acquisition to make sure that we, we deliver this best of breed for, um, for all the different tools that people might need, but having them all under one roof. So it's, it's a product that needs a little bit of explaining, and it's a B2B audience as well. So so how do you cut through? How do you get the message across and, and get get through the noise to kind of to reach the people you need to reach? Yeah, so it's a, it's an interesting question. I guess it's a challenge that every B2B tech company face, right? It's like being able to really identify who are your target audience, uh, both in terms of which type of companies and which type of persona or like uh, people at the company that you want to reach and trying to really understand them to be where they are and also come up with the message that will resonate with with them and i think that's kind of the the challenge of every every tech company or every company in a word i guess have the same challenge but in b2b it's way more targeted and more personalized in a way we we can't just be like uh having billboards every, everywhere, even though a lot of tech companies, and especially in the US or in Silicon Valley, you'll see a lot of tech companies billboard. But um, but I think in a way, it's, it's less mass than targeted approach. And it's about like uh, trying to find the, the message that resonates, but also it's a, it's a mix of providing uh, education 
and making sure you help them provide a solution to what the problems are and build your brand so that they are aware of who you are when they the when the problem might come up so that's something so it's finding the right people and being helpful and yes. and sowing that kind of long-term relationship is is what you're talking about there Exactly. I think like the um, in B2B, one of the major difference with B2C, right, is the length of the sales cycle. Um, here we are talking to targeting large enterprises with a lot of decision makers uh, with a very long sales cycle. So it's not like a one touch. Yeah, it can't be just a one one touch approach, right? You have to like be in front of the right stakeholders at the right time making sure that you are in front of several stakeholders and that you reach them several times. And it could be, I mean, when it's done right, right, you you want to be, you want them to know about you before they look for a supplier uh, for what you do. You want to kind of build that knowledge and that education and be somehow a trusted advisor on their needs before they're even ready to buy your product. That's ideal because then when they think of the problem, they will automatically think about you. Uh, so I think that's at least from in my word, and of course I'm I think it's a, important to to do that right so that it really reduce your cost of acquisition and and speed up the sales cycle if they already know and trust you when they're ready to buy, then it's less of an issue to trying to sell to them, right? So I think that's that's kind of the the role of brand. And it's a lot of education. And I think for for this type of tech company that are very innovative, it's also about becoming that leader or trusted advisor and owning that specific category you're in so that you you become the go-to when when the problem comes up. So there are a few things to unpick there. So there will be people in in any organization saying, yes, but we need sales and leads now. And you're saying, yes, but the better plan is to think about the long term as well as the short term and get that balance. So so how do you convince people? How do you bring people along for for that journey? That's... Uh... The story of my career, I would say, <laughs> maybe a, a little bit, right? It's like, especially in B2B, I think there's been a huge focus on on lead gen, which started, I guess, in, in, in San Francisco quite a, a while ago. And and this was this kind of trend on marketing automation and getting like a lot of leads in. So basically contact details of people. And you need to think about the short term, uh, for sure, especially in fast growth company, because you need to engage those contacts that are ready to sell uh, straight away. And that's you can't not focus on that, right? Especially as those will be kind of low hanging fruits, right? Like those people that are ready and that are searching for a solution, you need to kind of try to pick those up. But long-term play is that you would want to be there even before the search so yes it's a balance between short term and long term and it's a short it's a balance between lead gen or, or demand gen and and brand i think like to me like demand gen is a bit of like a combination of lead gen and and brand it's about creating that demand it's about being like there to influence that 
intent and educate people on what you do and on your your category um, and your brand and your products. But it goes from very top of the funnel to to like the last mile, right? Which is where we um, we tend to focus on when when we do lead gen. We often at, like will capture people that are are in the last mile, when in reality we should look at the entirety of the funnel. Okay, so there's there's catching the people who are shopping now, as well as kind of making sure you're on the list for the future when when people may be shopping and working to a longer sales cycle. Exactly. Because when you think about it, if your sales guy um, go around and, and phone people up, it's going to be a lot harder for them to sell your the solution if they've never heard about you before. So how how do you measure and optimize against those sort of things? What, what sort of things do you look at? Well, obviously, like in any type company, we are very sales and results driven so measuring on revenue that are that is generated or sourced by the marketing team for example and also revenue that where the marketing team contributed to so because as it's like because it's a a multi-touch approach right like you you can't hit one person once and expect them to sell next day you can't just like have people download a white paper and then phone them and they're going to buy, right? That that doesn't really happen. Uh, so I think it's it's about that and you need to for sure measure that and be on top of that. And when it comes to the brand, of course, there's more soft metrics, but things that you can look at is also typical share of voice or organic traffic to your site, how, how the brand's kind of uh, resonate and is being talked about in in social um and then i think the the soft metric is also when you talk to your sales team right when they talk to prospect have they heard about you or not then if nobody has heard about you and even if the sales keep telling you no one knows us then you know you need to do something about the brand and it can't just be about the last mile and having white paper to collect leads okay so you're getting feedback from from the sales teams that kind of help you to guide where where the brand communications need to go and the things you need to do. Yeah, I mean you 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 need to work very closely with sales, right? When you're in marketing, because your your job in a way is make making sales easier. And I think whether you're doing uh, demand gen or or brand or PR or product marketing, your job is is always to kind of make it easier in a way to solve and solving people's problem right like how you products and what you offer help them solve the problem they have so i think you you do need to work very closely with with sales and i think like the most of them i think will will understand the need to to have an influence throughout the buyer journey from the very top and do you do things with existing customers so i know you're working with a lot of the really big big companies in the world already yes so how do you keep them engaged with what you're doing and how do you keep that communication going so we have strong partnerships with some of the large uh, tech companies and of course we also have a customer marketing uh, set up which is more set up in in the different regions right it's part of the field team and our field organization we have customer marketers or, or marketers focused on customers 
and there's engagement and specific days or event with them, continuous education. We, of course, have great customer success team that work closely with the customers. And because of the nature of, of our company and the different tools that we have, we might have customers that use SMS but have not started to use conversational messaging. We might have customers that are using us for a WhatsApp API and not yet for uh, voice, right? So I think it's a also, of course, with those with those customers, it's about being present across their organization and and being in front of several stakeholders. As it's a pretty, we have a pretty fr- complex portfolio, but it's also we play a role in several part of those companies' journey, right? We might talk to customer care and we can also help them with marketing. So even in when one customer, one large company, our products can be useful to them in a lot of different ways throughout a lot of different departments. Okay, so there are, it's not just about are they a customer or are they not a customer? It's all the different use cases and all the different things that you could be doing with with other parts of your stack. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yes. Super interesting. Yeah, it's it's pretty fascinating, I think, because we are a little bit behind the scene, right? You don't really think about those kind of invisible technologies that need to be behind for all this communication to happen, right? You receive a text from your bank or you chat with a customer service uh, because you just bought a pair of shoes on WhatsApp and you don't actually think that you need fairly complex and advanced technology to make that happen in a good way. Well, it's the experience again, isn't it? Everybody thinks it's easy to have a good customer experience, but you need data and tech and all sorts of different things happening in the background to make that happen. Exactly. And I think that's um, part of the future of of companies winning, right? Like the winners of tomorrow, I think are going to be the one that really nailed down the customer experience, because that's, that's something that is so important. We are in a world where people choose, right? They are the one that decide what they want, when they want it, and it needs to be on their terms. That has been kind of a big shift, right? Especially with digital, people expect things to be in the way they want. So I think being kind of a, a number one player in customer experience and allowing companies to to be great at customer experience is essential for business. It's becoming business critical, not just a nice to have. That, that's a good link to the, the open-ended question that I, I ask people, which is, what are you curious about now? So um, I, in general, I'm always curious about um, people and ways of working and ways of living and culture in different, having traveled so much and lived in, in different countries and, and being part of a very international team. This to me is always fascinating on like how, your culture, where you come from, influence the way you live, of course, and and the way you work as well. This is something that I'm I'm pretty fascinated about always. And I think like right now with like this whole all remote way of working, it's um, also very interesting, right? Like to 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 see what that means and in the way we 
we interact with each other and the way we, we get things done. Cool. That's a really, yeah, lots of, lots of different things you're thinking about. Yeah. <laughs> I guess is where you, when you're looking after brand, you need inspiration and you need ideas and insights from lots of different places. So, so that kind of helps. Yeah, definitely. Okay. And I, and I think that's the, well, being like a French, having lived in many countries now being in Sweden, I'm always kind of fascinating in understanding the different culture. And it's, it's, uh, yeah, interesting because in, in, uh, in, in Sweden is very different, right. And then, than like in front of in the US and then the way we, we work is also different. So, uh, and keep things keep changing as we are now in this, this remote, um, well, or hybrid working environment. Well, um, time has flown and has gone past really quickly. So, so I've really enjoyed you talking to me today. It's been kind of great hearing about what you're doing in Sweden and all the things you're, you're working with to try and make, make a successful B2B brand. Thank you. It was it was a pleasure. Always always fun to uh, to meet new people and uh, and have a chat. <laughs> okay. And if people want to hear your podcast, let's give the name of it again. And yes, so it's called the Tech Marketing Pod Chat. I say I'm having discussion and conversation with people, not interviews. So that's why it's called a pod chat. <laughs> and okay. uh, you can find it uh, everywhere. And I guess on on. Spotify and you can follow me on LinkedIn Gwen Lafarge I'm pretty easy to to find I think and pretty active on LinkedIn so feel free to uh to reach out perfect well thanks for your time today Gwen thank you it's been great to talk to you my pleasure and for everyone else I think Gwen is another great example of a Nordic future maker someone who's really pushing branding and marketing forward for a hyper growth digital business. So I hope you have enjoyed the podcast. I hope that you will subscribe to the podcast and I hope that you will listen again in the future. So thank you, Gwen. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Bye-bye.